You're listening to the Inside Study Abroad podcast, episode number 25. Welcome to the Inside Study Abroad podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Roberts. In this show, we explore the world of international education and meaningful travel with some fascinating guests, a little friendly debate, and a whole lot of practical advice. Let's get going. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It's so so lovely to be back talking into this microphone and hopefully joining you in some cool destination around the world. And if not, that's okay too. Before I get started with what we're going to chat about today, I I just want to start by saying thank you. Thank you so freaking much. Honestly, I didn't think I was going to get emotional, but I might. I've gotten so many amazing messages, emails, direct messages on social media, text messages. It's been really amazing. I've had so many messages with people saying that they've really enjoyed diving into the archives of the podcast, or they listen to every episode more than once, that they're hoping that I bring it back or asking me if I'm bringing it back and offering to help so I can bring it back. It's been really, really encouraging. And so I just want to thank you. So wherever you are right now, sitting at in your car, on your commute, at your desk, maybe you're out for a run, cooking dinner. I like to listen to podcasts when I cook dinner. Um, maybe you're on the road, you know, maybe you're on a road trip, you're a road warrior out there uh, and heading to your next university. Maybe you're sitting there with a glass of red wine contemplating the universe. Whatever it is you're doing, thank you for being here and hanging hanging in with me <laughs> and being a fan of the show. And, I, and I'm really excited for what's to come. So there's no being around the bush. Uh, it's been a hot minute since you heard from me. <laughs> and by hot minute, I mean it's been four and a half months. The last time I published an episode was back in April. And that was also the last time I opened enrollment for the Global Pro Institute. And I was based in Colombia and South America at the time. And gearing up basically for my last four months of my global digital nomad experiment. And and now we're in September, <laughs> end of September. So uh, I've been back in the States for about three weeks now, which has its own set of craziness that you guys I'm sure are familiar with, reentry challenges and reentry culture shock, reverse culture shock, whatever you want to call it. And I'm still I'm still processing as as we expect people to have who have these sort of deep uh, embedded intercultural, long term, short term, whatever international experiences is there's a lot to impact. And I absolutely have a lot to impact. So that's those are sort of some of the stats on where I am. I'm based in Washington, D.C., or right outside of Washington, D.C. right now, staying with some friends. Um, they're kind enough to let me hang out here until they head out for about a month to go traveling on vacation. And I will be here house sitting and taking the dog for long walks and feeding the cats and just living a very non-digital nomad life here in suburban DC. So my life, you never know what's going to happen. So that's what I'm doing the next couple of months. And so I'll be here in the Virginia area. Today, I want to talk about a little bit about what's happened in my world the past year. I'm not going to really unpack the whole thing yet because as I said, I'm still processing and I'm probably going to be doing another episode in the future where I can really break it down. But 
I also want to talk a little bit about how this last year has influenced my view of the international education and study abroad industries. And and of course, I want to tell you a little bit about what's to come for Inside Study Abroad and the podcast and all that great stuff. So this is more of just a catch-up episode, and I'm going to be coming at you with some some other things in the future. But for now, this is really just a time for me to catch up with you guys and let you know sort of what's in store. Now, when I decided to not publish any more episodes back in April, I, I made a conscious decision that I, I needed to let a few things go. I was kind of in the middle of really figuring out whether or not there was this other opportunity that was going to um, be available to me without going into too much detail. I was basically being recruited for a job in in the study abroad world and it had it was going to be an amazing job it was I was gonna I was gonna rock it you guys it it was gonna be incredible Uh, it was gonna be my dream job if such a thing even exists anymore Um, but it had a lot of uh, contingencies around it um, in terms of if the position would become available and I can't really disclose much more than that but um, it turns out that the position just didn't exist anymore um, and it wasn't going to be available to me and the people I was working with they were we were all pretty sad about about it kind of falling through it was just going to be this like perfect convergence of opportunity and the right team and the right people all in the same place at the same time but you know, sometimes those things just don't work out and it didn't work out. So when I stopped doing the podcast, I was really just thinking about at the time, I was still thinking that this might happen or it could happen. And I really wasn't sure where I wanted to go with Inside City Broad um, if that other thing uh, were to happen. So I wanted to sort of chill out on Inside City Broad for a little bit. I was also sort of wrapping up some other things with my other um, business, Yoga Travel Tree. And so that's just sort of where a lot of my time and effort was being focused at the time. And I just I just needed some time and space. I've been working, hustling nonstop for <laughs> five years now. Five years is when I launched Yoga Travel Tree originally and had, you know, left my, you know, big kid normal job. Um, at Go Abroad a few months before that. And so when I launched the business in September five years ago, I really have just been hustling my booty off <laughs> since then. Obviously, you guys, if you've been following me for a while and you you follow me on any social media platforms or anything, you've seen, you know, obviously I've had some great adventures and I've gone all over the world, literally, uh, with yoga retreats that I've led through that company or uh, going to conferences for Inside Study Abroad or um Uh, promoting the study abroad journal all over the U.S. As much as that's all lovely, but it's still work. And I haven't really taken really any time for myself and really stepped away um, in five years. And I I needed a break. (laughs) Um, I'm getting a lot of gray hairs. (laughs) I'm getting a lot of gray hairs. And so let's curb that a little bit. I need to take a little bit. So I kind of did. The last four and a half months has really been a time for me to dive into my own international experience, really get to know the cultures and the the places that I was um, living for the last four and a half months. And 
and really just have a little bit of an inward journey as well as woo woo as that sounds to some of you, I'm sure. Um, but I just need to do some self-reflection and pondering and meditating and the yoga and long runs and all the things. So that's really where my time and effort have really gone the last four and a half months. And it's it's been really nice. I've had really slow days and I'm not a slow moving person. If you guys listen to this podcast regularly, you know I talk fast and I've got ideas and I want to make things happen and I've got the to-do lists and all the planning and, you know, all the the strategic thinking. But I have just been very intentional about slowing way, way, way down mentally, emotionally, um, and even try physically in my in my space and how I approach my days and just trying to sort of really be in the moment and really bask in this really special time in my life that who knows if I'll ever have this this much freedom and opportunity and financial stability to have the year that I've had, let alone uh, to be able to take a little step away from from my work. So it's been a really, really, really special time for me. So I appreciate if you have been following my adventures over on my personal Instagram account. Um, thank you for, for supporting me and encouraging me and laughing at my silliness and um, being there for that ride. So I want to sort of just give you the, the straight and narrow kind of this is what's happening. So you're looking at your to-do list, calendar, inbox, multiple notebooks, and wanting to crawl back into bed. I get it. You find yourself going down random rabbit holes in the name of research, which ultimately zap your productivity. You never find time to work on big projects, and you're constantly in reaction mode, putting out fires as they come. Your inbox has become the master of your day, dictating what you do, when you do it, and who you interact with. Well, not anymore. I'd like to introduce you to Productivity Powerhouse, my online training that will help you get focused, organized, and finally accomplishing your biggest goals. Stop letting your days, weeks, and months get hijacked by other people's agendas and actions that don't have an impact. Escape that hot mess feeling you have in your gut every day. If you're ready for practical and actionable strategies delivered in bite-sized lessons, I'm literally giving you all of my tactics that help me run three companies, enjoy my personal life, devote time to family and friends, and travel the globe. Get over to InsideStudyAbroad.com slash productivity and save yourself a lot of frustration, time wasted, and lost opportunities. In 90 minutes, you'll completely revamp the way you get stuff done every single day. Enroll in the program that Kinette says is perfect for anyone struggling to juggle work and life. I'm hooked on the process Brooke teaches. Get inside the program that Jessica says was absolutely the best online course she's taken yet. The best part is this training is only 39 bucks. So there's no excuse for you to not be a productivity powerhouse by the end of the day. So head on over to InsideStudyAbroad.com slash productivity, and I will see you on the inside. So Inside Study Abroad is back. I'm back. The podcast is back. Global Pro Institute is coming back. I have a bunch of other things I'm working on. See, I'm getting fast again, right? Um, And I'm very, very excited about 
all the possibilities that lay ahead. I, I have some plans, of course, but I'm really just opening up to lots of possibilities for Inside Study Abroad as a, as a company, as a platform, as me, as a professional in this space. I This last year and the, taking the time to really think and um, analyze and unpack everything that I've seen and experienced over this past year is just honestly the big, 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 big overarching umbrella takeaway from this year has been I I love international education and I know that might sound <laughs> very basic and very cheesy to some of you listening but just just hear me out a little bit you know when I when I left uh, Kansas City last summer sold all my stuff and I was still working on inside study abroad obviously and I, I did a complete revamp of the global pro institute program in uh, December November and December last year it was still sort of driving it forward but one of the hard parts about it was that personally I was kind of getting disillusioned with our field and for a lot of reasons I think there's just an element of just when you've been in a space for a really long time like and you feel like Maybe you're not being challenged as much anymore. Or you just feel like you're kind of getting a lot of pushback because your ideas are a little outside of the norm or you behave a little bit and talk a little bit outside of the norm. And I was just starting to feel like maybe our work, you know, we were getting a little self-important that maybe our work really didn't, you know, do that much to change the world, that maybe charging students, you know, a lot of money to have these international experiences that they could get for a much, much lower price tag, you know, maybe really wasn't worth it. Like, what's the difference between them just going traveling and us organizing these experiences? You know, I was just asking myself a lot of these questions, it, regardless of the fact that, you know, I've got the master's degree and I've read the research and I've gone to the sessions at conferences and done the workshops and and all those things I mean intellectually I understood that there was some data out there to say yes generally speaking this makes it better you know makes people better and makes students better in, in a myriad of ways but emotionally and spiritually and in and, and, and to some extent intellectually I just was starting to really question a lot of that and starting to feel like maybe I was contributing to you know the astronomical amounts of student debt by encouraging more students to have these experiences that cost a lot of money that they're going to have to take a loan out for oftentimes. And, and I was just starting to feel like maybe I was, you know, promoting something that maybe wasn't the best thing for students. And I know that's crazy to say. I am <laughs> the self-described, you know, study abroad girl. I studied abroad three times myself, two times in grad school. I led a program in grad school. I I did international internships. I taught abroad. I, I've led service programs abroad. I, I've done it all. You know, I've done a lot of it. I've been a road warrior. I am Miss Study Abroad. I have invested my entire career, my own education, a lot of, like, $100,000 of my own money and student loan debt to making these things happen for myself and for others. And and I, I was getting to a place where I just was falling out of love with our space and our world and questioning a lot about a lot of what we do and how we do it and how we interact as a field and as colleagues. And 
yeah, I was kind of having a little bit of a professional crisis. <laughs> and it's funny because it's so interesting when I do coaching um, sessions with uh, people in GPI or just our group coaching calls and people will talk about why they want to work in international education and they and they describe it well because it is right. They, they want to do something that is meaningful, that is giving people an experience that will be that will last a lifetime, that will impact them for a lifetime. And, and those are all things that are true. I think my problem, I was just so deeply embedded in some of the politics of what goes on in our space and, and some of the, I'll say it, hypocrisy that I, I've seen in our space and, and really just feeling like, what can I do to be a voice of change or a voice of reason um, in some of these challenges that I think we face as a field? So that's where I was. And so I, going into this year of my investing in my own new international experience, and the, the reason I want to differentiate this between, you know, going on a site visit if you work in international programs or a familiarization trip, you know, with a study abroad provider, a FAM trip as they're called, or going to even going to a conference, you know, in another country. And, and even if you're leading students abroad on, on short-term faculty-led programs um, or longer even, I think as professionals, we've, it's easy for us to get away from what the experience looks and feels like as a participant. And as the administrators and the professionals in the space, we, we know what we need to do. And we treat the experiences like we're, we, we know it. We're the experienced one here. We're the ones who understand what needs to happen. We understand what the students are going to go through conceivably. And we're there to hopefully guide them and usher them through the experience in, in, in a good way. However, I think for me, it had been 14 years since my first study abroad program. And so 14 years since the first time I was the one being ushered through an experience and joining up with a, a group of other digital nomads in an organized program like I did, I was finally a participant again. I had no responsibilities walking in and getting off the plane that first that in that first country other than to be ushered around conceivably and being told like, you go here, you go here, we're having dinner here. Um, here's what you need to know about these logistics. I mean, these are things obviously I could do myself hopefully in, in, as an international ed professional and a pretty experienced traveler. But it was just very interesting and eye-opening to be on the receiving end of program administration, program design, and, and seeing, frankly, how, how well it can be done and how not so great it can be done. I'm going to try to be as diplomatic as possible with this. But what I will say is that I started to think that it wasn't rocket science what we do. Like anybody could do it. It's not hard. It's really easy. And it's, there's no real science to, to what we do. And it turns out that there it, it is a little bit of a science. And not everyone is cut out to do it or understands the dynamics of what a meaningful group international experience entails. And, and all the elements that go into it from personality concerns and, and, and challenges just from the participants in the program, their own levels of travel savviness, if you will, obviously logistics on the ground, understanding like how, how transition theory works and, and, and culture shock and cultural integration and intellectual development and all these things come into play. 
in our program design decisions. And I started to just think that, oh, everybody just knows how to do that. That's just simple. Like it's, it's second nature to everyone. And it's not, it turns out you guys, it is not second nature to everyone. It turns out that there are, that we do really special work and, and I have learned so much about the work we, we do now, but also how we can level up as professionals, especially based on how the participant experience has changed dramatically over the last 14 years for sure in my world, but at, even in the last three years or five years and seeing how specifically how technology has kind of made part of our jobs redundant and unnecessary, but also made the need for other elements of of our knowledge base and our professionalism and and what and how what we know makes a great international experience, all of that has to be leveled up and utilized in new and innovative ways. And so I have to just say I'm re-energized. I'm so excited to dive deeper into these things and keep unpacking all of this for myself, um, for my own, you know, personal development, but also how this, how my experience and 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 my ideas and my ideas for what what international program design can look like in the future. Um, I'm really excited to be putting some things together that I think will help us as professionals, help help people working in program administration and in, in various capacities and, and help us all understand it from a different perspective. So yeah, there you go. There's a little bit of a insight into sort of what I learned that sort of where I started this journey in terms of my thought process about the international education space and and where I'm at now and how I am so, so much more appreciative and grateful for the work that I've gotten to do in my career in international education, but also just incredibly grateful for the body of work that we have as a profession in terms of best practices and strategies for creating, promoting, delivering, administering, leading, um, and guiding experiences abroad and programs abroad in, in all areas from study to teach to intern to service learning, all of it. And I'm just really really, really excited to, to re-engage with the field, with you, my community of other badass professionals, and and really dive back into this world because um, I think there is so much work for us to do, and I, I'm excited to be back and play a role in that. I hope. I hope you'll let me. With that, I am diving in full force with this podcast episode. And for the future of the podcast, I'm going to be releasing a new episode. I've got about three interviews lined up right now over the next few weeks to release. And the plan is to release them every Wednesday morning. So watch that this space for that. Every Wednesday, I'll be releasing a new interview. And I really am going to lean into the interviews. I've been reaching out to a lot more people over the next several days, uh, lining up even more so that I have some fresh content for you guys. And I'm just really excited to share more international education stories, give more practical tips, advice about your career in international education, but also how how we can be better about and improve our methods for 
program design, program promotion, you know, how we work with faculty, all the things that we've talked about um, and that I want to continue to talk about in the future. And beyond the podcast, I am opening up the Global Pro Institute once again to another core cohort this September. I'm doing a workshop, a free workshop Wednesday, September 26th at 3 p.m. Eastern. And you can register for that at insidestudyabroad.com slash training. And I'm really excited for this because this is a brand new presentation. And it's going to be six strategies for launching your study abroad career. So I really hope you'll join me again. That's Wednesday for six strategies to launch your study abroad career. And it's September 26th at 3 p.m. And you can go to insidestudyabroad.com slash training and check it out. And I always get this question. Yes, there will be a replay for those of you who pre-register. So get on over there, sign up, and I will see you Wednesday. So that's it. Thank you guys again for listening and tuning in to the podcast. And I'm really excited to be back and hanging out with you. And I am revamping and reigniting the Inside Study Abroad Instagram. If you want to follow along, I'll be posting a lot more over there. It's at In Study Abroad. And I'll be posting updates about the podcast and trainings and workshops and cool people doing cool things in international education. So I would love it if you followed along over there. And of course, if you want to see my personal shenanigans, you can follow me over at The New Dorothy on Instagram. Thank you guys again and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. And I will see you Wednesday. Bye for now.